Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, The Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be talking about one of our favorite sectors in the stock market. Which one's that? psychedelic stocks also known as shroom stocks the shroom boom baby shroom boom is coming back and we're going to tell you all about it Mm, there's some exciting stuff happening in the space right now absolutely so the overview of the shroom boom and the psychedelic stock sector is we have public companies that are using psychedelic substances and compounds to treat mental illnesses right which sounds terrifying sounds terrifying but i think this is something the world really needs right now don't disagree where are we at in the world right now pandemic People are at home. People are depressed. People are out of jobs. People are just, in general, having a tough time. Spending a lot of time on their own, not going out and socializing. Right. You know, getting that anxiety of maybe going out and seeing your friends that normally you would have seen every Friday night or something like that. Yeah, I think this is a super important topic and a super hot sector, one that we've been investing for over a year now. Yeah. Um, Um, So, yeah, look. When you can see a problem being solved by a new technology... That's usually where I want to kind of look before the mainstream kind of catches on, before... Because if you can connect the dots ahead of time, that's usually how you can grow your investments, right? Exactly. It's like crypto. You know, it's early stages for, for the psychedelic stocks industry. Mm. Um, so we have companies that are attempting to treat mental illnesses such as depression, anxiety, addiction, and PTSD with psychoactive substances. So we're talking about psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in magic mushrooms. Mm-hmm. We're talking about LSD, ketamine, MDMA, mescaline there's a whole host of different substances that these companies are developing treatments with to improve how people you know are diagnosed or treated with these terrible amount of illnesses yeah and i guess the biggest hurdle will be one competing against the trillion dollar big pharma industry for sure because they obviously make a lot of money by having people hooked on prescriptions versus maybe getting to the root cause and solving the problem it's like okay you have a rock in your shoe you know instead of being told that there's a rock in your shoe and you could take it out, why don't we just keep giving you Advil and then we'll just mask the pain? Businesses like customers. It's genius. And re- repeat yeah. customers. That's what I, right? So we do have to get across the hurdle of the trillion dollar, multi-trillion dollar big pharma industry. Plus, we have to get against the stigma that's been associated with psychedelics, right. mushrooms. When you, you know, if you think about it, if you say the word psychedelic or you say the word mushroom, What's the first thing that comes to your head? Woodstock? Yeah. What, <laughs> it, <laughs> Jimi Hendrix? It, it, it's afros, it's partying, it's, you know, trippy colors like this. Yeah. You know, and that's not necessarily what it is, especially in controlled doses. For sure. And that's what these companies are trying to do with their, with their molecules and their studies right now. It's a big deal. So I was trying to find um, financial figures on how big of an opportunity this is for that market. And while it's tough to find... I'm thinking it's around a one trillion mental illness market globally. Um, what I found that was mental health services are a 225 billion market in the USA alone. Right. And this doesn't include people who aren't coming forward with their mental illnesses because they don't want to get on the existing pharma drugs. 
um, and that's only U.S. So you know, one trillion maybe that's a little conservative. It's it's a hard number to put a, f- a figure on because it's it's so much gray area in the mental illness um, industry. Um, is a huge opportunity here, and I think these companies it's, at the end of the day, it's a big opportunity. Yeah, and there's also the people who don't come out. So there's the ones who are diagnosed. You know, maybe that gets factored into the equation. But have they considered the people who are suffering but haven't come forward? You know, right. I was just hanging out with this uh, firefighter the other day, and the amount of things that they go through. The guy was struggling. Like, it's like he's never had a chance to actually speak to anybody. And his, his partner was like, yeah, he's really closed down, all these things. And, yeah. you know, I have a few other friends who are firefighters as well. And they, you know, they're struggling, man. But the guy is the type of person who doesn't want to come out and tell anybody. So you also have this massive population that's not, they're not coming forward. For sure. You know, so. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so where are these companies at right now? They are all developing these treatments using these various psychedelics, and they're in phase one, phase two, some in phase, tr- phase three of trials to be FDA approved. Mm. Um, so as an investor, this is one of the really important things to keep your eye on because this can move the markets, right? Yeah. You read an article today about something like that? Yeah, it looks like the entire industry is awaiting results from one of the first large-scale studies of psilocybin. Right. Um, I believe it was with Compass and Atai Life Sciences. It's a big deal. And that's why things have been picking up lately in the yeah, market. Yeah, so we, could, we have seen a lot of volume picking back up. We mentioned it in the Discord yeah. uh, recently. You know, just start to see some volume come through. You start, these prices, they were sky high. Like when MindMed announced the uplisting that yep. they were going to come out and move to the NASDAQ, that just left the whole sector. It's like, okay, these things are start, these companies are starting to catch on. You know, people are starting to notice, and that that lifted everything. Now we're we're seeing Seattle, you know, voting to decrim, decriminalize. Yep. And Detroit, uh, I was on the vote as well. Detroit thought, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. beautiful. So like we're seeing that, and then we're seeing these this first large scale scale study that's coming through. And if this is passed, if psilocybin is shown to not have any negative effects. <clears throat> That won't. That should lift the sector again. We should see some crazy gains, I which think we so. did see. Was it back in February? Or yeah. So you know, our origins in this sector specifically, um, we were onto MindMed pretty early. Um, it was early this year, late last year, late 2020. Stonk boys. Yeah, it was. You know, shout out to those guys. But um, we were getting into MindMed under a dollar, right? And there was a bunch of good news came in. I think you know what really moved the needle for for that was in the November 2020 election, Oregon decriminalize psychedelics mm. and that was kind of the first aha moment where everyone understood that this was the next thing this is the first domino in this entire industry that's going to form around psychedelic treatment and you know we're like boom just go find any stock ticker that's related to psychedelics anything that has a mushroom in name it's going, going to the yeah, fucking moon yeah, right stop so we're, we were lucky enough to get in on a few early on those companies but you know people people piled in people bought the top and yeah. then they're bag holders. Mm. So because it's funny when you it's when you see a, a company going from the OTC to the Nasdaq, you think, okay, beautiful. Everybody in the U.S. now can start institutions can start investing in it. You know, everybody can they have access to, access to so much more capital. Definitely. But I guess the psychology and the market makers know this. It's like, look, you're coming in. We know the retailers are going to be chasing this brand new hot news. Yep. That's when they pull the. That's, that's when, when they pull they, the plug. That's when they pull it, right? But that's why now is a great time to start focusing back on this sector because one, it's beaten down. Beaten down. The valuation of these companies is at a fraction of what it was earlier this year. Mm. The long-term thesis and what they're trying to do has not changed. If not anything, any. their trials are all progressing. Um, so you really got to keep your eye on the, where these trials are at: phase two, phase three, where the decriminalizations are coming. Decriminalizations are getting voted in because these these things can move the market. 
Um, it's super important in any industry. You always have to watch for the macro environment. Yeah. Um, but in psychedelics specifically, it's such early days. And one of the things people always do when I talk to them about the sector is compare it to the cannabis and marijuana stock industry. And there's a few important differences that we should discuss. I know you've been big into the cannabis industry in mm. the past with mixed results. <laughs> um, but, you know, just what do you think is the, are the main differences between cannabis and psychedelics and why maybe this skews us now towards right. psychedelics? Well, I think obviously they get the they get the contrast and the comparison because, look, they're both a natural medicine. They're both new. They're both emerging. They both grow from the ground. You know, um, when you say psychedelics or you say marijuana, your mind instantly goes to the exact same image, image that we talked about earlier. Yeah. So I think that's why it's able to get all those correlations. It's like, mom, it's psychedelics. It's, 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 it's real. Like, it's, you know, people are always just like, <laughs> Man, I am loving these Simpsons sound effects. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we need a bigger board so we can just like use everything. Every episode. We're yeah. going to get it. It's going to be fucking awesome. Just turns into a whole episode of us listening to the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, I think the the major difference is, though, is from an investing perspective, and I think this is Kevin O'Leary uh, alluded to this, was he's investing in the psychedelic sector because of the different molecules and the intellectual property associated with each right. company. So in the marijuana sector, you could just, it pr- pretty much boiled down to who could grab land, who could create uh, the plants the fastest and the cheapest, and then just start pumping it out. There's no intellectual property there. Right. There's you no know, moat. You might, yeah, exactly. You might be able to get a strain, but man, when you get the average investor or sorry, the average uh, consumer who is normally used to just going to their buddy, and they pay 10 bucks for their gram. They don't care. They don't get, they don't care at all. You know, it's like, I don't care. They don't even know if it's a, if it's a sativa or an, or an indica or whatever. Yeah. But with these uh, psilocybin companies who are <laughs> producing things, are, this is life altering stuff. Yeah. We're now taught, this is not a recreational, let's, let's pop uh, mushrooms and get crazy, or let's like really get in- introspective. Yeah. This is to solve real problems. Not to say that um, cannabis doesn't, because, mm. you know, when my dad had cancer, he used marijuana to like increase his appetite, get the nutrients into his body and all those things. Right. But there's just the intellectual property and the moats that are uh, being able to be created by these things. And Absolutely. You know, for example, one of the companies I was... <clears throat> I've been doing some research on recently is Cybio, and I know that they're creating psilocybin through E. coli. You know, right. It's a faster, greener, cheaper method than you know growing the mushrooms. So that's just a different different way of going about it. And there is um the name of the company is escaping me, but they've developed a molecule where, and again, this is where it comes down to the molecules, and they're able to suppress your desire for alcohol. Right. Right. Based so off addiction. Of this, addiction. Yeah. So. It's unique in that way that you can create these moats. Yeah. And you can't do that in the cannabis sector. For sure. It's a much easier way to build a profitable business long term when you can patent certain compounds and treatments and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I like that you mentioned Kevin O'Leary because he is he identified this sector early and he's kind of one of the guys that got me into it. Mm. Um, he's an early investor in MindMed. Yep. Um, which is he has said is one of his best investments financially and I think just for the whole world. Um, and one of the interesting things that he talked about, which made me super sold in the sector, in addition to spreading out the molecules and the patents, was the difference between the psychedelic and cannabis sector. The psychedelic sector is a medicinal play. The cannabis sector, it was a, re- a recreational play. So what did you see in 2017? You saw the weed boom, the cannabis stock boom. It's crazy. 
But at the end of the day, institutional investors and high net worth individuals cannot invest in cannabis stocks because it's federally illegal in America. Mm-hmm. And I can't see that changing anytime soon. Yeah, so <clears throat> the schedule three schedule, like the schedule one aspect of things, right? Yeah. And when you look at the amount of people have been, I don't know how many people have been arrested for possession of uh, psychedelics. Psychedelics. Yes, probably minimal. I think it's very small. Tiny. But with marijuana, you know, it's accessible. It's, you can grow it easily. You can get it everywhere. You know, one tree, one plant will produce a couple pounds for you. And right. You got, you got a shit ton of it. The, when you put all the, when you incarcerate all those people and you have, you know, millions of people in jail right now. Yes, I understand they're breaking the law, but if you all of a sudden alter it and turn it from a, uh, a federal one, maybe decriminalize. What do you do with all those people who are in jail right now? Yeah, it's a clusterfuck. You know, it's a whole, it's an infrastructure problem yeah. at that point. And to me, I think that it's almost like Congress is just going to keep dragging this out. Um, you know, I don't know if they're actually going to change these laws anytime soon. I can't see it happening. You know, I just things move slowly, like it, with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you got yeah. Anyways, so it's like, what do we see with the cannabis boom in 2017? It's uh, stock sector booms are tr- traditionally Retail driven, the hype, the retail investors just pile into these companies, mm-hmm. but that one fell flat on his face no! because there was no institutional investors to back it up, right? So like we're, me, me and you are piling well, thousands of dollars or whatever into these cannabis stocks, but if you don't have the banks, the gigantic hedge funds buying these cannabis company stocks at millions and millions of dollars a, a go, they will eventually fall flat on their face because there's no heavy money backing it. For psychedelics, it started with the retail investors. Once these uh, trials and substances are federally approved, FDA, and they roll them out, this is legal. It's a legal play. It's mm-hmm. medicinal. Hedge funds, high net worth individuals, and institutions will start buying these psychedelic stocks. Yeah. I guarantee it. And that's a lot of money pouring in. It's, it's billions. Yeah. And, yeah. and that is really the deciding factor for me where I want to put my money. I'm putting it into an industry which hasn't seen the institutional adoption. But when these things are FDA approved, it will. Yeah. So we are still so fucking early in this psychedelic stock movement that it, I, w- I will park my money there and I will just wait because I know what the future holds. Mm. Um, they're solving a real problem, which is more inherent in the world than ever. The money is coming. We just have to be patient with these FDA trials. But that's why it's important, like the, like the study Josh was saying earlier, yeah. you have to keep your eye on the ball with these studies because when these studies come in, all of a sudden FDA approves or it's going to phase four or whatever. Yeah. then these things are going to fucking move and you don't want to be caught too late. So it's important. I mean, we, we talk about these stocks and when these when this news hits, it can be fast. We post about this stuff in the Beanstalk Discord whenever it happens. I mean, we've, yeah, and we've been on top of it for a, since we started it, yeah, I think. absolutely. It might have been one of our first posts. It's, it's a free Discord. Like we're, Josh yeah. and I are doing this research. We're posting it in this Discord for free. So yeah. if you guys, you guys don't want to do all the research, it's fine. We'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Check absolutely. The, 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 link is, the link is below if you guys are interested anyway. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot of interesting stuff with it too. It's, um, when we're talking about these, uh, these companies who are doing, who are, you know, doing these, um, psychedelic, they're psychedelic companies. We're not talking about taking grams of psychedelics. We're talking about very small micro micro doses of, of this compound. (laughs) I don't want to say 100% that these are going to pass FDA, but I can also say that, look, it's going to pass if like nothing, you're not going to grow a third arm. You're not going to go crazy. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know. From, get from, there. from, from use, from experience, it's like, it doesn't for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about a couple of the companies that we really like. Mm. Um, 
I've I've always been a mind med guy. I will always be a mind med guy. It was the first psychedelic stock that I invested to under a dollar. It was a multi bagger for me. I made a lot of money on it, and I'm still holding a large bag of mind med. Yeah. The reason that the thing that attracted me to mind med, like Kevin O'Leary always preaches, they have their hands everywhere. So they're developing like between six and ten different substances and treatments. Yeah. So if four of them fail and don't pass the FDA approved, well. Five of them have approved, and two of them are the real successful ones because they just are their game changer for people with mental illness. So MindMed has always attracted me to that, and they're also building a technology platform. So they're they're trying to become the Tesla of psychedelics. So they're using an AI platform to diagnose, treat, and monitor people with mental illnesses with an app, and it's all integrated. So their substances and their treatments and the the platform all works together for a full circle solution for people with mental illnesses. That's, to me, that's amazing. I'm super confident with my money in my med because I see all the different things they're doing. Yeah, and you, I mean, you need to put some trust into Kevin O'Leary too. I mean, the guy, sure. he's a smart guy. He's done a lot of business. And he, he when the guy's in my med at, you know, I don't even know what price he got he's in. He's like an early seed investor. Like I think a couple, a couple cents or something. Right before they went public. Yeah, like yeah. whenever he got it, whatever price that yeah. would have been. Yeah. Like that's just. Insane. It's smart. Smart money. You want to follow what the big guys are doing. I, li- I like following them early. For sure. You know? what, what companies do you like in this space? Um, one of my favorites is Atai Life Sciences. Yep. I think it's Peter Thiel backed, yep. uh, founder of PayPal. Again, you know, I like to look at what you know, smart guys, billionaires who have built successful companies in the past. Yep. The reason I like Atai is the fact that they take more of a decentralized approach. So that's going to enhance the speed of getting um, trials across the line. It's going to help with getting information quicker, technology faster. Yep. You know, the, it, it kind of eliminates all these hurdles from a centralized approach. Right. So my pick in the in the race of, you know, psychedelic companies is definitely a tie life sciences. For sure. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many other good ones. There's, I think, Cybin is using psilocybin for depression. Um, Compass Pathways, who we mentioned before, they're developing their own synthetic form of psilocybin using for depression. Um, even big companies like Johnson & Johnson are, are entering the race, which it's kind of gives validity to the space. I think I just read they scored FDA approval for a ketamine-based treatment of depression. Mm. So, like, the big money is There's, slowly yeah. filtering in. Yeah. Um, so you just got to watch. Where's the big money going? Where are the trials? Um, there's so many cool companies in the space. Another cool one is Field Trip. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I have a bit of money in Field Trip, actually. Yeah, so Field Trip, their angle is they are developing the treatment centers for psychedelics. So they're not just focusing on developing the actual substances and molecules themselves. They've already opened up treatment centers in a bunch of the big cities in North America. I think New York, LA, Chicago, and Toronto, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Um, so they're they're on the ground. They're on the front lines. So, so it's a different way of approaching it, right? Yeah. Like instead of just looking at like we're talking about the manufacturers of these, there's also the the actual clinics. Yeah. Or maybe the the distributors. And so there's different ways of playing it, right? For sure. I mean, you're going to see companies. There there will be consolidation in the space. Companies will become vertically integrated, um, all that kind of stuff. But this is the birth of a new industry. Mm-hmm. So we have the people that are doing the research into it. We have the people that are going to be marketing the solutions, the treatments. And then we have the people that are patenting the methods that the treatments are given, like Field Trip. Um, you know, it's an end-to-end spectrum. And it's all just being born now because it still hasn't really launched yet. So just like crypto, we love to get in early. We love to invest in the future of the world. Yeah. Um, asymmetric opportunities, right? We've talked about that in the Discord. Um, I love investing in asymmetric opportunities, which is an investment opportunity where the upside greatly outweighs the downside. Right. So I could throw $1,000 into MindMed. If what we think is going to happen happens, it's going to go 100x. 
So it's a cal- calculated gamble it's or a calculated, calculated risk. Calculated risk, saying, right? Yeah. It could go a thousand could turn into a hundred thousand. Might not. It might. You might lose the thousand, but you know, it's a higher higher risk, higher reward. Yeah. Which you know, for younger, newer investors, that's in my opinion something that's you can do. Mm-hmm. No, so like that's it. you know, if you if you have millions of dollars, it's a bit of a different. You maybe be more careful with your money. Yeah. But um, the psychedelic stock sector has always attracted me for the same reason that crypto does because it's the birth of a new industry. Yeah. And you know, when, when stocks are beaten up and you see the potential moving forward, like now is a good time to maybe dollar cost average into a position. If you, if you, if you've been thinking about it for sure, I mean, they're trading at half of their all time highs or, yeah. or something like that. So it was something interesting I saw on Twitter today or this week. Um, someone was speculating on where the crypto money is going to go after the bull run. Ooh. And he was just kind of going off the cuff about his opinion. He said, you know, what do crypto investors like in the stock market? And he mentioned the psychedelic sector, you know, for the reason that I just mentioned. So if you have these crypto investors making billions, millions, millions, well, once they take their profits, where are they going to put it in the stock market? They, these, I feel like the type of investor that likes crypto is likes penny partial to like, yeah, fucking penny stocks, <laughs> but psychedelic stocks, like, yeah, 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 you know, sure. so like. Keep an eye on that rotation because there's always rotations in markets. So when the crypto profits get pulled, mm. maybe that's when the psychedelic stock will light on fire again. Man, that's some good psychology right there. Right? Like that's, yeah. I mean, if you look at the type of person who was taking the, the shot on crypto yeah, early. That's it. I think it's the same type of investor who was taking the chance on psychedelics it early. Could be. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, it's he, it was just his opinion. Yeah, no, hey. But. I like it. I'm I'm on board with that opinion like that. It makes yeah. sense to me. No, I think um, these are the, all the things you have to pay attention to. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot going on in these sectors. As we said, if you guys want to keep updated, join the Beanstalk Discord. Josh and I talk about this weekly. There's a lot going on in there now. If we any got- big news drops in these sectors, we're posting it in the Beanstalk, Beanstalk Discord as soon as it happens. So and There's a lot of other really smart people in there. And like, we, you know, we've grown this thing from, you know, just me and you. To, yeah. I think we're over 10,000 10, you know, members people in there now. Yeah, so. for sure. It's nice. There's always a, somebody else to ask a question to, and there's a lot of different insight. Yeah, I think so. Oakley dokley. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that's a pretty good summary of the psychedelic stock sector. It's, it's, it's going to be an exciting space. It's, it's a long-term game for sure, but there's so much cool stuff going on there. I think it's one to keep, keep an eye on. Absolutely love it. Appreciate you all. Thanks for tuning awesome, in. Awesome, guys. Cheers.